I just really want to find my purpose in life. Raise your hand if you have ever said or thought those words. I know it's probably you (laughs) because I feel like it's almost everybody these days. And so in today's episode, we're going to talk about all things purpose, finding your purpose, what it means, what's holding you back, all the things. Because honestly, I feel like in the past couple of years, purpose has become such a buzzword and such a, a big theme that people are talking about. And you might hear all these people that you're following online preaching about. And now we have all this anxiety and stress about like, I don't know what my purpose is. And it's not really our fault that we don't, that, that we, that there's so much pressure on it. It's basically all this conversation that's happening around purpose has made you for some reason believe that you don't have one or that it's like hiding under a rock somewhere and you have to go searching for it. So I want to break down some of the myths around finding your purpose and kind of walk you through my perspective on what exactly that means and also tell you some little kind of anecdotes and stories about me and some of my clients in regards to what it's like to live a purposeful life or what it's going to take or some of the doubts that might come up for you along the way. Welcome to the Makeshift Happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly, entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go Makeshift Happen. The first thing that I want to mention is my personal definition of purpose, because I think a lot of people just assume that your purpose has to be attached to a career or a job or some sort of paycheck. And that is one of the biggest blocks that is stopping people from quote unquote finding their purpose because they're so blocked in by this idea that it has to be something that they can monetize. It has to be something that they can be paid for. It has to be a business like a business that they can run and they have to figure out how to become an entrepreneur and all these crazy things, which is not totally true. So my definition of purpose is how you bring love and passion into the world. Simple as that, how you bring love and passion into the world. And so, of course, there's going to be many different ways that we as humans can accomplish that and we can do that and we can live a purposeful life. So I want you to try first, if you've been struggling with thinking of what the heck your purpose is, I want you to stop thinking about it strictly in terms of careers you're closing yourself off from being able to discover your true purpose by building those walls about thinking that it has to be a certain job or a business venture. And honestly, like if everybody in the world had to become an entrepreneur and build their own business and live this certain lifestyle of freedom so that they they could consider themselves to be living in their purpose, like 
everybody in the world can't be an entrepreneur. Everybody in the world can't be a business owner. Like we still need to have all these different types of jobs in order to have a functioning society. So if all of you out there had to just quit your jobs and start your own business in order to find your purpose, like the world would just break down. Like we wouldn't have all these important jobs that are so, so needed. So I definitely think it's a myth that everybody's purpose lies in the form of some sort of job or career path. And I don't think that if your job isn't necessarily your purpose, that you don't have purpose or that you're not living a purposeful life because there's so many other ways that you can live purposely, that you can bring love and passion into the world outside of your job. And of course, like you want your job to be something that you enjoy. Um, I'm not saying that you should just live in a career that you hate and suffer through your job and like be paid unfairly or treated horribly by your boss and just suck it up and deal with it because your purpose is something else. Like, no, (laughs) I mean, there's enough jobs out there that I think everybody should be able to have a job that they somewhat enjoy and that aligns with their personal values and that is has to do with something that they care about. But there are other ways to create and live a purposeful life outside the bounds of your career and just this idea of becoming an entrepreneur. So I want you to open yourself up to the possibility that Perhaps your purpose lies in something that you already do or that you already care about in some capacity. And maybe your purpose is being a mom and you're just not a mom yet, but maybe your purpose someday is going to be being a mom and taking care of your babies and helping them grow into kind, compassionate, inclusive members of society. Or Maybe your purpose is to be a teacher of some kind and and not just like a school teacher, but perhaps you teach people valuable things by sharing your own personal story in some way or by blogging or by being the advice giver of your friend group. Maybe your purpose is simply to share energy, to share your energy and do good in the world. And maybe there's some cause or charity that you're passionate about and you show up for your purpose through volunteering or donating your time or donating money to these life-changing organizations. Like there are so many things that we can tap into that bring us a sense of purpose that don't necessarily have a paycheck attached to it. So that's the first kind of block that I want you to really break down for yourself. And then there's some questions that you can begin asking yourself to kind of get closer to this idea of what it could potentially be that allows you to bring love and passion into the world. So ask yourself, like, what are the things that you could lose time doing? Like, what are those things that you just could spend hours doing it and you just lose track of time because you're just so engaged and you enjoy it so much? Maybe it's interior design like maybe you're obsessed with interiors and you're always pinteresting like these ideal homes and rooms and you know it's just some hobby that you that you enjoy doing um what would you do even if no one was going to pay you for it that's a big one to also help you kind of break down that block of it has to be a job what would you do even if you weren't going to get paid for it just right out of the gate accept that and be like yeah what would i do if there were no job for it now or ever sometime like 
because I think a lot of us, we think like, oh, <laughs> like I'm telling you to stop thinking about it as a career, but you're kind of still thinking about it as a career, aren't you? You're like, okay, well, I really like writing, so maybe I could do blogging. And then, well, if I'm going to do blogging, I could like build my Instagram following and then maybe I could monetize and then maybe I could do coaching. And then, you know, like you're already going down that pathway of trying to figure out how it could be monetized or how it could be a career of some sort. So really, honestly, truly try to get yourself to really let that go if you're serious about wanting to find your purpose and wanting to live a purposeful life, you're going to have to let that block go at least for now so that you can just get a little bit closer. So what would you do even if no one was going to pay, pay you for it? Think about the activities that bring you enjoyment and fun and fulfillment and passion. Like what do you just, what do you like doing? Think back to when you were a child. What were those things that lit you up and, and that you really loved and enjoyed and maybe you just don't have time for them now or you tell yourself that you don't or you stopped practicing them? And you might be thinking like, oh, well, yeah, for me, like I love dancing or I love music or I love this playing this certain sport or I really like to write, but I don't want to be a dance teacher or I don't want to try to be a musician or a gym teacher or a personal trainer or a copywriter or an author. Like those are the things that I enjoy, but I don't want to do any of those things. Exactly. You don't have to turn them into jobs. Just allow yourself to do them more often without the pressure of thinking, how am I going to make this into a career and who's going to pay me for this and how soon can I quit my job? Like I have to hurry up and monetize this. Just allow yourself to do the activities that bring you fulfillment and passion more often because those are the things that we that we really tend to let go and we put them on the back burner and we don't spend time on them because we're so focused on our busy lives and our careers and maintaining our relationships and drinking enough water and eating right and calling our mom and all these other things that we have to do as adults that we don't really place the focus on what are the things that just bring me joy? Like if you really think back to when you were a child and you had none of these responsibilities and obligations, you woke up every day and you were just like, right, what do I feel like doing? What do I want to do? What's going to make me happy? And that's that energy still lives inside of you. That inner child is still there and she still wants to experience the world in that magical, excited, passionate way. So you have to allow yourself the space to be able to tap into it and to honor it and to really give yourself the time to do those things. Because it's not about turning this into a job but the reason that I'm giving you this advice to allow yourself the time to practice these things or to tap into those activities and passion projects and things that you enjoy is because it changes your energy. It changes the way that you feel and when you wake up every day and you feel joyful and you feel positive and you feel excited even if it's about the littlest thing that you're going to get to do, if it's about a painting class that you're going to take or a live poetry that you're going to see or a TikTok dance that you're going to make because you just love to dance. Like even those minimal amounts of joy and fulfillment that we can bring into our day help us 
raise our vibration and open us up to the frequency of being able to receive and being able to receive those downloads and messages and intuitive pings about what perhaps your purpose is and where that may lead you. If you never try anything, well, 100%, you're never going to get any closer to being able to do something that feels purposeful to you, right? So a lot of times the reason why we are closed off from understanding what our purpose is is because we haven't tried enough stuff yet. Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, he always says this when young kids come up to him and they admire him for his entrepreneurship and all of his content and they want to become a business owner but they are 19 years old and they don't know what the fuck they want to do yet and they ask him like, yeah, I know I want to get in the entrepreneur game, but I have no idea what I want my business to be about. He's like, well, you haven't tried enough shit yet. Like you just need to try more shit. That's the, that's the highly professional advice uh, that he gives from a multi-million dollar, super successful entrepreneur. So I firmly and truly believe in that as well, that if you're still confused on what it is that you enjoy doing or what makes you feel passionate and purposeful, it may be because you haven't tried enough stuff yet. You haven't had enough jobs or enough life experiences or enough relationships or talked to enough people yet. If you always do the same thing, you're always going to get the same result. So you have to get out there into the world and expand your horizons and open yourself up to doing new things and talking to new people if you want to get some sort of new information, some new downloads about what it is that you want to spend your life doing. So my advice would be to connect with people that you admire, whether those people are online or in person, but reach out, ask them about their lives, ask them about their careers, talk to them about what jobs they've had. These could be family members, grandparents, bosses, coworkers, people that you've connected with on LinkedIn. Like, I don't know, talk to strangers. Just talk to those coworkers maybe that you don't talk to as much. But connecting with people and hearing other people's stories is going to spark ideas inside of you. But if you're just living your simple, humble, normal, everyday life, wake up, get ready, go to work, come home, cook, clean, watch the Netflix, go to sleep, repeat, there's no space in there for you to be getting any new information. And we already know that 95% of our thoughts are exactly the same as they were the day before. So you have to shake things up and be willing to do different things if you're expecting to receive new information or have new and creative ideas. Um, so I think LinkedIn is is one of the things that's really underrated. Connecting with people on there that maybe you admire or they have a job or a profession that you have maybe thought about before or that you're interested in or maybe you don't even care about their job. You just think they're a really cool person reach out and connect with them. There's so many people on LinkedIn that are willing to talk to you and have a conversation and respond and send a couple emails back and forth or maybe even set up a Zoom call or a phone call and chat or maybe even meet in person. Like one of my clients, she found this woman on LinkedIn that she super admired because she had this job that she, it was like her dream job. She knew she wanted that position someday and it was totally out of the industry that she was currently working in. She reached out to her on LinkedIn 
And the lady was like, I never meet with people anymore because my schedule is so crazy. But if you're in New York this weekend, I will meet up with you. And they had a conversation and they talked and she made a great connection. And she actually started writing for this woman's blog website that she helps publish um, writing pieces for. And she's gotten multiple publications published just from opening herself up, not being scared of what she was going to say or if she wasn't going to respond and just doing the damn thing. Like that's what happens when you break down those walls and when you expand your horizons. So I would say make it your mission to rather than stressing about finding your purpose, make it your mission to live passionately. The more that you just commit to living your life and actively seeking joy and having more conversations and new experiences, I promise you, new things will come and your your purpose will reveal itself to you because it's there. It is there. It's, it's not true that you don't have one or that you can't find it. It lives inside of you. You just haven't had enough experiences or done the right things or opened yourself up enough to allow it to reveal itself to you. So focus on feeling good, finding joy, getting out there, and living your freaking life. And another myth I want to talk about is this idea that as long as you are in purpose or you are living your purpose, that means that everything is going to be good and happy and fun and carefree and there's going to be abundance and freedom and it's all just going to be easy peasy lemon squeezy all the time like if we have this idea that any sort of struggle means that we're not in purpose that's also going to massively hold us back because there's always going to be struggle and challenges even when we are in our purpose so maybe you're in a job right now that you don't really like you don't feel like it's your calling or something that you're passionate about you know that you eventually want to find your way out of this and into something else and you may be thinking oh like I've just um, this isn't my purpose I need to go find my purpose Yes, perhaps you're not clear on what your purpose is yet and that still needs to be revealed to you, but it's totally a myth to think that this experience that you're living right now that is generally negative is not also in purpose. Like everything that we do in life, every challenge and struggle and adversity that we face is in purpose. It is there on purpose to serve you and I was just talking with one of my clients the other day Lori and she was talking about how she just got asked to go full-time in this position that she was previously working part-time and she already sort of knew that this wasn't her forever job she definitely wants to go out and do something on her own eventually but she doesn't have any idea right now what that would look like or what that would be and even though this isn't a job that she absolutely like hates and and hates going to every day she knows that it's not her dream job and so when they asked her to go from part-time to full-time she was like oh gosh like did I and she accepted that of course so when we were talking she was like 
oh, was that a universal test that I didn't pass? Like, was the universe sending me this sort of test and, and I was supposed to say no and decline that because I know that it's not exactly in alignment with what I want to do eventually? And my answer to her was no. It wasn't a universal test. One, because universal tests usually show up in the form of something that looks a lot like what you want or what you're trying to attract. And so it's like that dangling carrot. It's nearly the same as what you've been desiring, but there's some key elements missing. And so it's not exactly what you wanted and it's not what you deserve, which is the key. So the test is, do you believe in yourself and your worth enough to recognize those key elements that are missing and not accept the almost manifestation and decide to wait and say, nope, I have faith, I have trust, I know that my vision is coming to me clearly in the way that I envisioned it because I know that I deserve it, I'm worthy of it, and the universe will show up for me with it. That's normally what a universal test look like. So my my answer to her was no, it wasn't a universal test that you failed, don't worry. Actually, it was probably a push in the right direction because even if that job isn't the end goal for her, perhaps there's still some things there that it has to teach her. Maybe there's more lessons or more growth to be had for her in that role. And maybe there's more adversity or more struggle or more frustration that awaits her. And even if that's the case, that would be because it's needed in order to push her out of the nest, right? She's not ready to leave that job and she knows that. She has no idea what she wants to do in the future even though she knows that it's not exactly that job. She's not clear on what the next steps are. So she's not ready to leave yet and so maybe there are more things that she needs to learn there. More lessons, more growth, more challenges, more struggle, more frustration that's going to develop some sort of understanding in her and really push her into action for what's next. So if you know something is not serving you, but you're still too uncertain to take action on it, the un- you have to know that the universe will do what it has to do, whatever it takes to push you to a place of action. And most of us don't change. I mean, this most of us don't change just because we feel like it. I mean, let's be honest, we change because we've gotten so damn uncomfortable that we literally can't take it anymore and we've decided that anything would be better than this or the thing that we were fearing for so long would actually just be better than this reality that we're living in, right? Think about any relationship that you've had to leave or any job that you've had to quit or anything that you've had to sort of give up and change it take we have to be pushed to the brink because we our our minds are so conditioned to live in the comfort zone we have to stay within comfort because for our reptilian brain comfort means safety and so comfort the devil you know is always going to win over the devil that you don't know and so that's why we get to that place of such desperation. We get to those rock bottoms. We get to those moments of, I literally can't take this anymore because that's the only thing that's going to make us actually change. And so it would be foolish of us to believe that those struggles, those situations of, oh, I can't even, I can't even deal with this anymore 
were not also in purpose. Those moments were also moments of the universe working through you and working for you and helping you to figure out what you need to do to get to that next level, to get to that next, that next place. So Lori's question to me was, am I not living in purpose if I continue to do this job that I know on some level is not my real calling? And the answer is no, because you are in purpose even in your adversity, sometimes even more so than when you feel aligned, right? We confuse living purposefully with always being joyful and grateful and happy and aligned, but your challenges, your sadness, your disappointments and frustration are also in purpose. They're serving the greater calling for your life because they're teaching you something valuable about what you want or who you are or what you can no longer accept. And one of the things that I said to her was, we can't be taught if we always pretend that we know everything. So sometimes we have to be taken to our knees to a place of complete uncertainty and desperation in order to be able to receive the lessons that are meant to help us up level in order to receive the teachings from the universe. If we're always on this high of like, everything's good, I know what my purpose is, I'm fine, I'm cruising, it's cool, we're not learning, right? We can't be taught if we're in a place of knowing everything. So there's always going to be times in life where we get brought to utter and complete uncertainty so that we can learn something so that we can be taught the lesson, so that we can be pushed into our transformation. So my thing that I always say is that you are always on your path. There is no other way about this life. You were born onto this path and it's yours and yours only and you've always been on it and there's nothing that you could ever do or say or achieve or fail that would make you go off of your path. Every single thing that your life has brought you, every challenge, every accomplishment, every joy, every sadness, every failure, every everything has been part of the path because every single one of those challenges has been on purpose to teach you something, to give you a lesson, to make you stronger, to build you up for the next phase, to push you into action like I was saying. Like you are always on this path. And if you just trust that, everything will make so much more sense and you'll feel so much more supported. And even if that's bullshit, like even if you're thinking like, okay, that's total garbage. I don't buy it. That's fine. You don't have to buy it. But all I'm saying is if you do buy it, (laughs) if you do choose to believe that and you can really get yourself to believe it firmly in your soul, you will feel so much more guided, so much more supported, so much more in purpose through every single moment of your life that it doesn't even matter if it's factually true or not because it's already helping you live a better life. So that is my firm belief that you are always on your path because no path comes without speed bumps sharp turns, and lots of road construction, right? 
when you're on, I mean, imagine when you're on a road trip, right? Let's take this analogy. And you hit a traffic jam. Everybody knows what that feels like. It's super infuriating and really just a damper on the trip. You're cruising, cruising, cruising. You've got your ETA and then bam, like stop dead traffic. No one's moving. What do you do? I mean, do you just decide to like screw the whole vacation that you were going on and and go home? Like try and turn around and go home? Or are you just like, yeah, let's pull over and just like camp out here and we'll just make our vacation right here on the side of this fucking freeway? <laughs> no. You sit. You sit in the standstill traffic with all of your road rage and with all of your annoyance and with all of your frustration and your boredom and your sweaty ass sticking to the leather seats because you know that the only way to get where you're going is to go through it. The only way to get to the destination is to stick it out and to deal with the shitty situations that come along the way. You sit and you wait and eventually people start moving again and you reach the open road and you go full speed and you sing at the top of your lungs with the windows down and you reach your destination and all is well and all is good and it doesn't matter that you were stuck in traffic for two hours because you still got where you were going. And that is your life, my friend. There will always be traffic jams. There will always be speed bumps. There will always be sharp turns. There will always be challenges, frustrations, sadness, adversity. But it does not mean that you are not living a life on purpose. All of that is just exactly the way to get to where you are meant to go. So if you find yourself stressing out about needing to discover your purpose or find your perfect career or know what's next for you or solve all of the uncertainties that are going on in your life right now, my advice would be to just relax, to try and loosen your grip and let go a little bit of all these expectations that you set upon yourself and this frantic energy that you have about, I need to find it, what's next, I need to know, I need to control. The more that we try to control and hold on, the more that we restrict ourselves from receiving the exact information that we think that we're going to get by being controlling. When you think about it in terms of a relationship, what happens when you are super clingy with someone and you always want to be by their side and they have to tell you everywhere that they're going and you want to know what they're doing and who they're with and who they're talking to and this and that and the other thing and you're just so controlling to them, it pushes them away. So the same thing is going to happen with your purpose, your manifestations, your dream job, your dream relationship, anything. We have to learn to let go of the control so that we can actually be open to receiving the thing that it is that we're seeking. So if you've ever wondered what your purpose is or you're actively searching for it right now and it's stressing you the fuck out, I feel you, I know what it's like and trust me, I know that this is the worst and most annoying advice, but patience. That's the thing. That's the number one thing that you have to have when trying to discover what your purpose is and what that means to you 
is patience because it's not going to happen tomorrow. And the more that you try to force it and manipulate it and figure it out and go on all the job sites and understand what it's going to be tomorrow, the more that you're going to be pushing it away. So I promise you, I know it seems counterintuitive to go out there and just live your life and try to seek joy and do those activities that that bring you happiness. But I promise you, that is the fastest way to uncovering your purpose and what it means to you to live purposely, right? To bring love and passion into the world. You have to be in a space where you're available to be living lovingly and passionately. So those are my tips for you guys on finding your purpose and understanding what it what it entails and what are some of the things that you can do to really uncover it and also understanding that idea of you are always living in purpose, right? Just because you haven't found the thing yet that you really feel like you can identify with and shout it from the rooftops and claim it to other people, this is my purpose, it doesn't mean that your life doesn't already have purpose. You are always living purposefully because you as a human being, as a spiritual being, you were created on purpose. And I can promise you that everything that you are moving through, that you've gone through, that you will go through has been to serve you and your highest good. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you found this episode helpful or you have a friend that also really you know that they want to discover their purpose or live more passionately, please send them the link to this episode. Let them know where to find it, how to listen in. And as always, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts if you have a minute to spare. It helps me so, so much. And I love reading through all of your reviews. They're seriously so sweet and so nice. I love them so much. And I really, really appreciate all of you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for being here and I'll see you next week.